Hi there, I'm Sean Holderness and welcome to Health Unraveled. I'm a nutritionist, counselor and eating psychology coach and in my almost decade of experience in the health industry have seen far too many women and men become consumed with weight loss only to end up yo-yo dieting with disordered eating patterns and in binge and restrict cycles. This just breaks my heart so I'm here to unravel everything you thought you knew about health and yourself to help you start putting the pieces of the puzzle together and begin the process of aligning your mind, body and soul, creating a happier, healthier you. So let's dive straight in. Hello and thank you for joining me here again in this beautiful space. I'm going to start today's episode off as usual with a beautiful card reading. Today I use the Work Your Light Oracle cards and I pulled the card Warrior Woman and it asks the question, have you answered your deepest calling? You're here for a reason. You are being called bravely to pave a path. Have you answered your highest and deepest calling? Living a heart and soul led life is not all fluffy and smooth sailing. Living a heart and soul led life requires courage to triumph over fear. So often our fears are the gatekeepers to our greatest gifts. And the more resistance we have towards answering a call, the more important it is for our soul's growth. Sometimes fear is an indication that we are facing the right way. Joan of Arc was known for her courage and her famous line, I'm not afraid, I was born to do this. But the thing about courage is that it's not possible without fear. So if you're feeling afraid, what is needed is courage. And courage comes from living from the heart. Think of your fears as opportunities to expand rather than things that are holding you hostage. If you look at your fears in this light, then as uncomfortable as it might feel, it's actually a sign that you're on the right track. Have you answered your deepest calling? I get goosebumps every time I read these. (laughs) I get goosebumps because they're always so aligned to what I have to talk about and Today, I really felt the need to talk more into the mindset space. Who am I kidding? I always talk into the mindset space. Um, But I wanted to talk about um, living on autopilot. And how incredible is that? Because if you're living on autopilot, you cannot answer your deepest calling because you're not aware of those messages or those signals and you're not connected to your intuition. And I think society has completely made us distrust ourselves We put all our trust into everyone else except for ourselves, And the one person that we actually really need to trust is us, is you. And my gosh, you deserve to answer your highest calling. You so deserve to answer your highest calling. What other purpose do we have here on this earth? You know, I was speaking to a a beautiful client today um, about a time in my life where I had so much doubt for my purpose in this life. And yet now I know my purpose is to help and heal. Those are the two words. When I sit in meditation and I say, what is my purpose? Like, why am I here? It's to help and heal, help and heal, help and heal, help and heal. That's all that comes to me. But I distrusted my intuition for so many years. But that's a lesson I needed to learn to be exactly where I am today. Now, running on autopilot is being not present. And you've probably noticed it. The best way to describe being on autopilot is when 
you're sitting watching a movie, for example, and you have a bag of chips or like a bowl of ice cream and you eat and eat and eat and eat and all of a sudden you look down and you're like, shit, where's this all gone? <laughs> Where did it all go? And yet in some ways you know that you were there and you ate it and that it was going to go, but in other ways you were completely not present in the moment to even recognize. Um, and then we lose this feeling of like satisfaction, right? Now we live our lives on autopilot. We just go through the motions every day. We wake up, we get dressed, we have breakfast. Um, some of us will tend to the kids, drop them off at daycare, go to work, come home, watch TV, go to sleep, wake up only to do the process over and over and over again. And that can feel really monotonous sometimes. And so we look for other areas in our life to like bring us some kind of joy in some way, but we're always looking for the next thing. It'll be better when I'll be happier when I'll be able to do it when, when I have this, then I'll be okay. When I'm through this period, I'll be fine. And the reality is, is that there's always going to be something. There will always be something there that we can say, oh, we can't look forward to this until we do that. Or I can't improve this until that happens. And although we do have to balance what's on our plate, if you really, really want something, if something is calling to you or you're feeling misaligned, it's up to you to to change that. But when we're always living, we're either rehashing the past or we're rehearsing the future we're never truly in our present moment so if we go back to the scenario of like the bowl of ice cream or the packet of chips or whatever it is for you where were you in that moment because you weren't within (laughs) where were you were you in an imaginary land that the tv may have created for you were you thinking about something that happened in the past were you looking at something in the future Where were you if you weren't in your present body? And this can have such a significant impact on our nutrition massively um, when we don't eat mindfully. And this is why I added in the mindful eating meditation into this podcast, because it's something that's so important. We can really experience that. And sometimes another way you might have experienced this autopilot is uh, when you go on a holiday, for example, And you've been looking forward to this holiday for so long. And yet when you're there, all you're actually thinking about is planning the next trip (laughs) or when I get home, you know, and it might have taken you months and months in the lead up to get so excited about being there. And all of a sudden you're there, but you're not actually there at all. You're somewhere else. So we'd rather always have this plan for the wonderful future. We plan the good times ahead Um, you know, it'll be totally worth being present then. But when you have these amazing future moments, be honest, are you actually really present for them? Because chances are that you're not because our minds are not trained to stay in the present moment and they'll just always do what they have always done. And that's look to the future or the past. So let's take this autopilot mind And put it in the perspective of an uncomfortable realization or an uncomfortable emotion um, or an uncomfortable scenario. It won't know how to be with that feeling or that experience. And we won't be wanting to skip forward into a better time or a better moment. And what that does is it doesn't allow us to actually feel, but instead it allows us to distract ourselves or band-aid. And neither one of those allow our bodies and our minds to go through those maybe uncomfortable emotions that we have to go through 
And this is often what I see as a trigger for um, emotional eating and disordered eating patterns, for example, is they come underlying to uncomfortable emotions or feelings that we don't know how to feel because no one's taught us. And one of the best ways to navigate this for yourself is actually through meditation. Now, what (laughs) with meditation, so many people like, I've tried that, it doesn't work. Or I tried it and I'm not very good at it. And the reality is, is that for most of us, we think that meditation is supposed to be this place where our mind is empty. And in fact, it's actually the complete opposite. We're going to have thoughts. You know, we sit there and we're like, okay, I'm going to try this meditation thing and and I'm going to empty my mind and clear my mind. And then you're sitting there and your mind's filled with a hundred million thoughts and you're like, stuff it. That's it. It doesn't work. I failed. I can't do this. And the reality is, is that meditation is the ability to sit with those thoughts without getting taken away by them. We're able just to sit with them and be like, oh, yeah, okay, recognize that, but I'm still staying where I am and not allowing those thoughts or emotions to carry us off somewhere or not allowing our brain to try and avoid what we're feeling. And the meditation is the practice. So the aim isn't to be able to meditate. The meditation is the, pre- is the practice to be mindful in the moment of our every day. And this is a superpower, right? When you can be present in the moment, it's a fucking superpower. It is an incredible skill that you can learn that will allow you to sit with discomfort. And I've spoken before about finding comfort within discomfort. It will allow you to be with your feelings and emotions, even the tough, uncomfortable ones. It will allow you to connect with your intuition. So therefore, you're more likely to find what you really need rather than trying to hide or band-aid. It will allow you to connect so deeply with yourself that you will develop such a strong trust within yourself because you will have the ability to respond rather than to react to what's happening. And those are two different things. The ability to respond to what's happening in your life or in your mind is so powerful compared to just reacting. So I want you to have a think about in your life with the things that are uncomfortable in this current moment, are you reacting or are you responding? Do you react to them or do you respond? It's a very, very, very big and significant difference between those two places. So Within meditation, you know, sometimes it might be very relaxing and you may experience those feelings of calm, but that is not actually the goal at all. And sometimes when we actually practice meditation, we are just not relaxed and you cannot force yourself to be. The goal is just to be present with what is already here in this moment and if possible, to be able to hold it with kindness. So the goal is actually to let go of the goal and it's not a quick fix. And sometimes we can feel um, at peace or at home right away when we begin to meditate. And we will have many meditations during which we get bored or restless or anxious. And the practice of meditation is a process and it unfolds over time. And it becomes a way of life, like a lens through which we choose to see what is happening. And now when I'm talking about meditation, I'm not talking about putting on like something to fall asleep to. I'm talking about formal meditation, formal being in the moment. And from the research that I've read, it makes no difference whether you do five minutes or 15 minutes. The the positive effects are noted regardless. And there's no increase 
So sometimes we feel like doing more is actually better. But like I said, meditation is a practice and mindfulness isn't something that we do. It's something that we are and we become that thing through practice, right? So you're not like the, the guru when you can meditate every single day. The aim then is to be able to apply those skills of mindfulness and presence and connection with yourself and the ability to sit with things at any given moment of any given day. So that's my little two cents for today and I hope you enjoyed this. I can't wait to touch base with you next time. If you loved this episode, please let me know by leaving me a review or sharing this with your friends. It's so important for me to get this information out to those that need to hear it. So your feedback means the absolute world to me. And also if you have any topic requests, hit me up with them too.